Hey, you okay? Oh, damn enchiladas. Oh. You gonna be all right? Welcome to season three of It's Them Damn Enchiladas the Podcast, where we mostly talk about horror movies with a splash of video games, comic books, television, and beer. I am Carlos Rivera, and my partner, the anti toilet paper hoarder, Adam Griffin. You can follow us on the Red Hot Twitter machine, handles in the show notes, and the show at It's Them Damn, and on Instagram, It's Them Damn Enchiladas Podcast. Adam, are you staying safe? I mean, I'm trying, but you know, it's it's. This has been the longest four days. <laughs> it just feels like it feels like it's been like at least two weeks. But I don't know, man. It's it's, it's been a weird, weird time for everyone, of course. But what's, what's how? What's that? Uh, what's the joke? This has been. This week has been the longest month ever. Yeah. Because it has. We're still in March. Still in March. Yeah, it's it's fascinating how uh, how odd time becomes when you start to see that lots of things are very arbitrary. Uh, but it, but it got me thinking. You remember you remember in uh in, in Donald's Dead at the beginning uh, when they're when they're in the news studio. And uh, the one reporter keeps yelling at to to get that fucking idiot off the air. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that, that's how I feel every day. Well, I mean, that's fairly accurate portrayal, description, depiction, analogy, whatever you want to call it, of what's going on. But yeah, that Donna did and uh, and uh, Romero's The Crazies, the original. Keep it keep going through my mind a lot just because of how, not necessarily the uh, the zombies because as we're finding out now, a, a, a zombie apocalypse is well, number one, a whole lot of people would not make it, and number two, it's kind of silly. <laughs> In the grand scheme of things, it's uh, it's pretty pretty silly thing to pr- both prepare for and kind of base any sort of quote-unquote end-of-the-world scenarios around but uh but that and the crazy is not again not necessarily for what happens to the people under the influence of the pathogen but just for how people treat each other during the whole ordeal you know you know um, I don't want to make a political point and I don't want this to come across as a political point so I'm going to choose my words carefully 
It's crazy how the government actually has plans for a zombie apocalypse. But they don't have a plan for a pandemic. Can you explain that to me? Not, I, I don't want to on this show because it's not that kind of show. Okay, correct. Correct. <laughs> but like you said, you know, even 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 movies, you know, the directors of these movies had a, had a sight, had a vision. Back in the day, things happened like this. But again, we're only talking, you know, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to stop because I'm going to say some shit. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it all comes back to get that fucking idiot off the air. But, oh, <laughs> um, so yeah, we're, we're still in the in the in the middle of this thing. We're still in March. Yeah, it feels like the middle of something. Even though it's you know it's, it's the tail end of March just about. No, it's not. What? It's not the end of March. That's the problem. There's still another week. It, 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 another it's whole week. It, it doesn't help that March has its five weeks, right? March is oh, the yeah, that's, that's it, yeah. Oh, yeah, and, uh, well, this year's, it's really four, four and a half. But still, it's such, oh, my God. I was, we were just having fun the other day on uh, enjoying our March, you know, our Friday the 13th episode, the one that came out that day. Then we came yeah. out, we had Birthday Spectacular, you know? It, and now this, we're just in the middle <laughs> Wait a minute, we're, 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 we're ensconced in 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 in, in some dookie. Uh, <laughs> but there but. are there are there are good things coming out uh, of this thing that's going on in our world. The fact that they're releasing movies video on demand, right? so people can see them yeah and this is this is where you start to see the 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 other side of things how things could potentially look um when we're past the strife portion of of things as uh, we're getting a lot of good stuff to see in the comforts of our own home that we normally uh would not see so early you know like uh invisible man uh dropped on the 13th um, over the weekend, I bit the bullet, and I rented uh, The Hunt for 48 hours, and I watched it on Sunday night, and I said, that's a good-ass movie, and I watched it again yesterday, so I really liked it, and I realized something, that movie really uh, did not get sold to the best of its capabilities. Um, the focus was not where it should have been. They tried to play up this kind of satirical element, and there and uh, there have been a lot of headlines and posts that it, it kind of falls flat as a satire. I don't think it was a satire. It wasn't serious, that's for damn sure. But upon seeing it twice now, uh, it really felt like a uh, action horror comedy uh, that just took basically the lowest common denominator of both internet speak and personalities and had a complete outsider uh, in the in the middle of it just 
uh, fuck everybody's shit up, to put it bluntly. A very surprising movie in that regard, because if you look at it away from the forced political perspective, it's just a hilarious movie. Because number one, and, and again, it's kind of suspension of disbelief to a point, but uh, the dialogue in the movie, nobody talks like the characters do in this movie, except if you're trying too damn hard to be a personality. Gotcha. But uh, uh, the main highlight is uh, Betty Gilpin's character, who, and I'm going to say this without spoiling it, um, pretty much comes off as like with the, uh, the, the personality and actions of an 80s slasher killer <laughs> in the middle of this crazy scenario. Absolutely mind bonkers and wonderful performance that I recommend everybody see, uh, if not during this uh, rental period, initial rental period, then definitely when it drops in price in a couple months. Because, wow, just really just completely caught me, caught me off guard and really made me think that the marketing did a disservice to what was actually in the movie. You know what's maybe probably an example of them getting into their heads because of all the triflingness of the original launch? Uh, when it was supposed to re- be released the first time, and they're like, they probably tr- they probably try to. I didn't watch it, so I don't know. It was just, I'm guessing from what you're saying is that they played too much upon that whole um, I don't know controversy or whatever about the film's angle when they could have just been playing more to what the film is about. Is that where yeah. is that what we're saying? Yeah, because there's def- there's a definite it's deliberate in in. You know how the characters portrayed like when you see it whenever any of you see it out there you realize that nobody acts like this unless they are putting on an act pretty much and they have bought into themselves too much so you know i mean i don't know i just think it, it was very illuminating as to, to what was going on it reminds me of remember when luke cage came out yes and um I don't know if you saw this review, but I saw some review where somebody's complaining, and they go, well, Luke Cage, unfortunately, isn't the civil rights icon that people needed him to be, and peoples and viewers. And I'm reading this, and I go, well, who the fuck said that? Like, who, who wants that? Who's asking for that? Luke Cage is a fictional character. <laughs> like, what, what is... You know, sometimes... We tend to look in the wrong places for things, you know. Sometimes, well, all the time. I'm trying to give, you know, I'm trying to give the, the, the better parts of humanity benefit of the doubt here. Well, you're being generous. I am, because you know why? Because there are better things on the other side of this. Oh, be I'm generous. Sorry. Be generous now. <laughs> I thought you, I thought you were gonna say because you're a wise old man now. Well, there's that too, but that goes without saying. Oh, okay, just gotta gotta. Gotta throw that out in there, uh, but good, good. You know what? This is exciting stuff because if this movie would have came out to the theaters, you would never have seen it. That's right. I never would have seen it. I would have waited uh, four months for it to hit digital. Then I would have watched it. Then I would have got mad because I would have wanted to buy it immediately on Blu-ray. And then I would have spent more money. And right now I don't care because it's, it's hard times. Sometimes you gotta take take a chance. Hey, well I'm. I'm glad that they took this uh, this step to release the movie, 
Yeah. Uh, in the in the in the format that they did, and that others. Well, it's mostly them. Uh, well, others follow suit. Disney Plus. Uh, Bloodshot hit today. Birds of Prey went early on digital today. Yeah. Uh, Wonder Woman. Uh, uh, WB is looking at Wonder Woman 1984. They're saying it's going to be. They're aiming for theatrical in August. So they they have confidence that um, situation will be the point where people will venture outside their houses again or actually be encouraged to do so in a manner that will not threaten their lives but enough about that um, let's talk about some comic books ooh comic books comic books wait 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 wait. let me try that again ooh comic books that's right comic books Diamond Comics distributor uh, their warehouses will cease receiving new product for distribution starting in April due to the effects of the uh, COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, rather than say some things such as, uh, like I've been seeing, is this the end of comics as we know it? Uh, that is not true unless the system changes. And even an ending is a chance for some ending of the model as we know it, which is just a temporary pause. Distribution has a chance to change a little bit uh, in the coming weeks. Marvel, DC, Image, Boom, Studios, IDW, Dark Horse, Lion Forge, they all send their comics to Diamond. Diamond then distributes and sends them to the comic shops around the world. Now, the, the big thing due to the pandemic is that uh, local comic stores have had to close their doors some of them for good um, due to the lack of foot traffic and, and product being moved and that's where you know the, the focus should be is you know try to build up these stores and have a plan and play for these stores um, some shops are doing curbside and home delivery at the moment trying to alleviate things uh, but with the distribution shutting down next week uh, who knows what's going to happen as far as local books uh, some people are asking for a shift to digital just solely digital for the time being and that's not really going to solve the problem of printed product getting anywhere um, but you know for the time being things are going to look a little different when comics in well, if it's still going to be distributed digitally, I should be okay. <laughs> that's that's that's, me. that's 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 yeah. That's me. That's me being me. I'm just being selfish, like I always am. Yeah, uh, a little bit. <laughs> although, you know, I do. Um, the only ones I, I will say that the only comic books that I collect still in person are anything Harley Quinn related and Batman related. So. I'm in the middle of uh, Harley Quinn's uh, criminal, criminal, criminal sanity, and that's going to get pushed back now, and that's going to hurt me and hurt my feelings. And that because that's hurting my feelings, I'm jumping on board with everyone else. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be selfish this time. I'm, I'm, I'm on the, I'm on the side of the people. I've got a punch card at my local comic book store now. You know, I've I've reassimilated into the world of collecting comic books and putting them in their their sleeves and putting them in the cardboard boxes to preserve them forever. It's you know this this was a 
I, I went away from this a long time ago, and I'm and I'm coming back. I'm seeing the light. I'm a, I'm a, a, you know I'm being reintroduced to the world that I once was a faithful follower of. So, yes, I may have my flaws, my friends. I may have some flaws when it comes to my my biasness of collecting comic books. Uh, especially when X Men decide to have 55 different titles out at the same time, trying to trying to, you know get the most out of my pocket when just because i got a new job don't mean i gotta be spending that money all right but i digress this is good it'll be if if people can uh can use the digital format to get their comics i hope they do because they it, hey it's still a way to get it i know it's not the same way but if they still produce it and distribute it that way great if they put a pause on things then that's going to be a that'll be a sticky situation yeah i don't know uh i don't know you know the lead time for some of that stuff is hard to say so i mean just let's just wait and see i mean uh this was just announced uh yesterday so we still got a whole week <laughs> to see what's what so uh, that's going to be ongoing news uh, what's, what else is current here is that April is still on the way. Eventually, we got here. You, you can't stop it uh, because it's also halfway Halloween month on Shutter. So that was my uh, Halloween whistle. That was your halfway Halloween whistle. Mm-hmm. All right, big things happening on Shutter next month. Uh, they have an original series. Uh, known as Cursed Films, which is a five-part documentary exploring the myths and legends behind some of Hollywood's notoriously cursed films. On tap for that season, they have uh, The Exorcist, Ooh. The Omen, Oh, two in a row, Poltergeist, Oh shit, The Crow, Oh man, and uh, the movie that was alluded to in the birthday special, Twilight Zone, the movie. See, they had to mess it up. They had. The blank, the blank, the blank, then Twilight's on the movie. Too many, too many syllables. I can't keep up with that. Hi, kid. Hi, kid. (laughs) Hi, kid. Uh, Let's see what else. Uh, The long-awaited second season of Wolf Creek starts Uh, next month on Shudder. The return of the Halloween hotline with live personalized horror movie picks from Shudder curator Samuel Zimmerman every Friday in April from 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. A special halfway to Halloween collection featuring holiday favorites like Tales of Halloween, Haunters, The Honor of the Scare, Extremity, and then they're going to throw in uh, Hell House, LLC, Haunt Spookers, Halloween, Halloween 4, Halloween 5, Rob Zombie's 31, Creep Show The Series, and uh, The Gulag is making an April appearance on Shudder. Uh, new movies that are going to hit the service are uh, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, Absentia, uh, We Are What We Are from 2013, Voice from the Stone, and The Siren. But the big one for next month is that Jabba Biggs and The Last Drive-In is returning for Season 2 on April 24th running all the ding dang way through june 26 i did the math that's 15 episodes okay 
I was gonna ask. You read my mind. So, my question uh-huh. to to you: Me? What? How? How does this constitute as halfway to Halloween when Halloween's in October? What number is April? April's number four. What's six plus four? That's not how half works. I don't care. <laughs> six months. They're calling it halfway to Halloween month. The whole month is dedicated to the halfway point of Halloween. Uh, listen, if we're going to be... I'm... Halloween's my hey we've already talked about Halloween being my favorite month, favorite holiday ever. But you're trying to sell me halfway to Halloween. Not you. I, not you. <laughs> I'm saying they're trying to sell me halfway to Halloween in April when that's the fourth month that's halfway to August. Yeah. Halfway to Halloween for us would be to February. Wait, what? I don't know. Which kind of math are we doing today? Oh my. Are we doing internet math, real math, or bullshit math? Pick one. Okay, listen. (laughs) Are they going... If they're saying halfway to Halloween from the last Halloween, then it would have been February. Nope. Nope, it would be April. Okay, I get that part. Yes, that's what they're saying. But halfway to Halloween. Since last Halloween. That's what they gotta say. I know it doesn't sound right, but you can't be confusing people like me, who hate math. I hate math. All you kids, all you kids listening out there, algebra. You think algebra is not gonna come up in real day life? It did the other day for me. Yep. We're dealing with torques and stuff. Torques. Oh yeah, man. There's some crazy stuff. In my line of work now that I do, I have to know the torque differentials on uh, different torque drivers. I had to calculate something, and I was like, man, I should have paid attention to this month of class. Be that as it may. Halfway to Halloween. Halfway yep. to Halloween, on Shudder. Uh, we will be live-tweeting each episode of uh, The Last Drive-In. And by we, I mean me. Oh. <laughs> over on uh, at it's the damn on twitter so that should be a blast but you but you know what else is a blast uh the fact that 35 years ago Friday 13th part 5 came out this has been a professional segue and also this year 40 years ago Friday 13th part 1 came out Yes, it did. Now, Shudder has kind of tapped into this. Because also in April, they have the Friday the 13th collection. Now, available on April the 1st, which is the Fool's Day. But um, since since uh, I don't recognize that holiday, they can go to hell. Um, wow. Wow. It's a dumb uh, day. That's something that I would say, and I didn't say it. It's a dumb wow. day. It's a really stupid day, and people are cruel and dumb, even more so this year. So don't mess with anybody who messes with you on that day. You know, as a matter of fact, that's next, uh, that's next, that's Wednesday. next, that's next Wednesday. That's next Wednesday. I think I'm oh, I go back to work that day. No. Well, when you get home from that work day, 
You can partake of the Friday 13th collection on Shudder. As Shudder will be presenting the first eight films in the franchise. Uh, complete with documentaries such as Crystal Lake Memories, their complete history of Friday the 13th. Uh, Smoke and Mirrors, the story of Tom Sabini. As well as To Hell and Back, the Kane Hodder story. And they also have all eight Paramount movies. I'm going to make a comment real quick, and I'm you're, sorry. You're you going to make Tom, a comment. You said Tom Savini. Uh-huh, I did. And if you guys haven't seen Lock and Key yet on Netflix, watch watch it, please. That's it. Sorry. That's it. Uh, what I'm not sorry about. Oh. That's what you did there. So, um, you, you have a, a Blu-ray set in your possession. Oh, I do have a Blu-ray set in my possession. Uh, it is the uh, the tin Friday Thirteenth, and it has how many films in there? Well, it has twelve films of terror. Okay, twelve films of terror. Now that set has been out of print for quite some time. Uh, it fetches upwards to three hundred goddamn dollars on eBay. It's pissing me off. I don't have that kind of money. Ain't nobody got that kind of money. Ain't nobody got that kind of money for that shit. But, uh, something very interesting is happening. Later on this year. What is that, my friend? Uh, this news broke on Facebook through Slash and Cast, uh, podcast. That, um, there's gonna be a new 12 film Blu ray set. Uh, now, uh, Vincent. Gustafero, hope I'm saying that right, uh, who played Rick Cologne and Jason Lives, posted on Facebook that uh, just finished doing the running commentary for the new 12 film box set being released later this summer. We did it with Tom Matthews and we piped in CJ Graham in remotely. So we're getting new commentaries. Now, there's an interesting thing about that, uh, that their first 12 film set. The fact that the copy of Jason Goes to Hell is the R-rated version. Mm-hmm. Now, I have the uh, uncut version of the movie on DVD. And I've been waiting for quite some time for that particular cut of the film to be released on Blu-ray. Now, here's something that I've been waiting for for years. This new set is going to have the unrated cut. Uh oh. Uh, Jason goes to hell. <laughs> on Blu ray from the very first time. Uh, in fact, director Adam Marcus said on his Facebook page this will be the first true unrated Blu ray with new features and awesomeness. It's gonna rock. Well, shit. It makes mine obsolete. You should sell it now. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna sell it. It has the freaking 3D glasses and the freaking. Uh, counselor patch you shouldn't sell it now don't sell it I'll just buy it again no I'm not that's a lie I'm not gonna do that I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not thinking straight right now oh no that sounds amazing though for the first time yeah yeah and I wonder what uh what other new special features they're gonna have like if they've discovered some like sort of 
uncut footage from part seven or something like that i would i would fall out i'd be absolutely happy if such a thing were to take place like a creighton duke spectacular i i don't know what that would entail of i i don't know either i'm just i would that'd be awesome i would be like if they had some random ass short film from 1992 starring Stephen Williams as Creighton Duke that'd be cool I would dig that speaking of Creighton Duke speaking of Creighton Duke Mr. Stephen Williams he also is on lock and key you guys have to watch this series it's a pretty good freaking series everything is connected folks just have to just have to know where to look just have to know where to look the interwebs is also a fabulous place to look you find a lot of stuff on the interwebs oh really yep you find questions from people too on the interwebs oh yep do you have a question oh i think we we have something from our beloved producer to the stars podcast maven mr mark warren has decided to put us on the spot on the spot Oh, it's on spot. As in, we don't have any idea where this question came from until now, so we haven't had time to think about it. So, let me read this to you, my friend. Okay. Since we are quarantined and cannot go to the theater, tell us a story about a time you had a great theater experience. Okay. Hmm. Now, the movie that I'm going to mention... I can no longer watch the director's work, but the film is responsible for one of the funniest damn movies I've seen in the theater in my entire life. And that film is Pootie Tang. <laughs> uh, it's, this is hilarious because wait till you hear mine. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. There was no one else in the theater, but me and four other friends and we sat in the middle and seeing Pootie Tang for the first time is mind-numbingly bewildering because you don't know what the fuck you're watching and from the credits to like the first 15 minutes I couldn't stop laughing to the point where like there was no sound and I had trouble breathing it was like the good laughter you know where it's just silent you can't breathe but you just keep laughing funniest damn thing I'd ever seen Pootie Tang once upon a time you could watch that movie and not be appalled by the director's actions in modern day and that time was the best experience I had in a movie theater you um I tell you you really do um surprise me sometimes you know that <laughs> you say some stuff and just just, just surprise me it's fucking hilarious <laughs> so imagine imagine you're in high school Adam right uh huh and you decide I'm gonna take my girlfriend to the movies we're gonna go watch something together you know um, and it stars it stars two comedians it's got a great cast 
and you think, you know what, let's watch a funny movie this Saturday night. And you decide to go watch Booty Call. (laughs) (laughs) Watching Booty Call with my high school girlfriend at the time had to be the most phenomenal movie experience of my entire life because it's awkward. We're we're that yep. movie's that movie's not. Uh, I don't yep. know. How, I don't know how that movie's only PG thirteen. I'm pretty sure it's not rated R. I'm pretty sure it's not rated R. Let's find out. Cause I, I own the movies. It's how much I love this movie. Oh, it's here somewhere. I, I can probably look. Oh, there it is. Booty call. <laughs> It was, uh, no, it doesn't have the rating on the 79 minutes of pure hilarity. I could not get over how awkward it was sitting there with her. Oh, it was rated R. Okay, so I, I got in somehow. Um, let me tell you, the awkward, the awkwardness between these four characters, Jamie Foxx, Tommy Davidson, Vivica Fox, and Tamala Jones... When when he walks in with the full body condom, <laughs> I was laughing like a little schoolgirl. That was so amazing and so awkward at the same time. Oh, I will never, I will never forget watching that movie. Never forget watching that movie in the theaters. And I've and I've seen some I've I've seen some great movies in the theaters, but nothing's gonna top that experience. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. You got to lick it. <laughs> oh, you stick it. Oh my god. The two the two grocery the two bodega owners. Oh my god. Oh boy. That brings me back to a good time. Yeah. That was a good question. That was a good question, Mark. Very good question. You brought back some fond memories. Fond memories. And I need to hear that. I need to hear that song when this this episode comes out. (laughs) We've got to find it. (laughs) We'll find it. Yeah, so yeah. So Booty Tang and Booty Call, which pretty much sums up the the whole tone and humor of of this show. (laughs) Yeah, we're we're tame. We are tame on this show, which is is shocking. We're worse yeah. in real life. Yeah. If you if, and give us a couple beers, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Like I am like, and I'm really bad. This is we're we're tame. We are tame. We've seen some shit. We've gone through some shit at Oktoberfest. This is this is very, very true. It's very true. Oh my god, they better not cancel Oktoberfest 2020. I know it's um, far, but oh my god. I'm I don't. Get, I'm having like a panic attack now. Well, while you're having a panic attack, I would like to say that this has been another episode of Stim Damage Lots of the Podcast. Uh, if you've enjoyed the show, now, you can leave us a voicemail at 443-906-0040. And if we read it on air, you're officially part of the history of It's Them Damn Enchiladas. The podcast, as always, podcast produced for the stars. Mark Warren has been responsible for making us sound oh so spectacular. So thank you for all that you do, Mark. You got it. Until next time, have fun, watch horror movies, play some damn video games, drink responsibly, do responsible things, and hydrate, 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 hydrate. Thank you for listening, 
and sarate. Plugs are back. Sing, you got any plastic wrap, man? Yeah, in the back next to the onions. <laughs> all right, all right, what, 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 what's so funny? You got to lick it before you kick it. You, you got to make it something wet before you stick it. <laughs> hey, 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 camel cowboys. We ain't here for that. We just want to get some rap and then we out of here. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Most people come in to buy Glad Rap at 2 in the morning. <laughs> you got, got to, to punch, punch it before you munch it. You, you got, got to work, work it before you jerk it. Boom. Sha-la-la-la-la, boom. Sha-la-la-la-la, boom. Sha-la-la-la-la, boom. See, see, see? This is why I'm in favor of the immigration reform laws, because you motherfuckers are fresh off the boat, and you're already fucking with people. Oh, my God. Take a breather. You feel better? Feel better. I was just pulling your arm. <laughs>